0: Hello and welcome everyone to the Reader Copy Podcast, the copy podcast about comic books. It is Wednesday, June 15th. My name is Chris. I'm joined by my co-host and younger brother, Daniel.
1: Yes, welcome everyone to the podcast. Hope you guys are having a good day, having a good week, Uh, feeling good, feeling relaxed. I don't know if I am feeling relaxed. No? No. We're recording this on the weekend and stuff is going on at work that I have to like work during the weekend. It's just throwing (laughs) me off. (laughs) It sucks. I had to work like 12 hours on a Saturday (laughs) because work just overflowed and we had to have like a big thing going on on Monday. And we're like... All right, well, if we're can't, if we not done now on Friday, you, you guys are going to have to work Saturday, and so we had to. Are you done now? Kind of. It's like a weird kind of we're done type of thing that we can just get halfway done on Monday. But all in all, I'm just peeved that I had to work on a Saturday. Have you ever done that before? Well- Yeah,
0: I've worked a lot of- I've had six day work weeks, like several weeks in a row.
1: But- was it like not your say to do it?
0: Yeah, like I signed up for
1: it. You signed up for it. Like you knew it was going to be a six yeah, day thing yeah. already. Yeah. You didn't know until the day before. I didn't know until the day before. Like, oh, great. And then we just have to stay here until we get done to a point. Well, you work from home. It's true, but it's not great. It's still, also, it's super hot right now. <laughs> That's an added factor. So it's like, uh, it's a Saturday. I'm boiling just in my room. Yeah. And I'm just like at my computer desk, going to be here for a while. And it just, ah, oh, peeved. I, I don't know. I don't know if this happens to a lot of people in other careers or whatever, where bosses boss is just like, okay, we have to come in on a Saturday. But it was like a new thing for me.
0: So like, you had to work all day Saturday. It was You said it was 12 hours.
1: Yeah, longer than a regular work day. I, I guess I work like a regular, you know, nine hours with an hour for lunch or whatever, you yeah. know, like a regular day. But I was like,
0: man, it's a Saturday. Mm. Here's my Saturday. Casually woke up when I felt like it. Enjoyed a nice cup of coffee at my own leisure. Um had plans to run errands, and I decided to do that when I felt like doing it. <laughs> I did that, um, went to go get lunch, took my time. Uh, it was, you're right, it was hot, so I went to yeah. go get some, some refreshments to cool me off. <laughs> I got a big Gatorade and a pack of Trulies. Oh, um, hardcore! Kick my feet up and enjoy those drinks. Uh, and then I played some video games. I cleaned my room a little bit, tidied I, up. Uh, so you did. You did up.
1: some errands. That's like some serious errands. Tidied up. Yeah, but it was
0: like it's, I wanted to do that.
1: Right. It was. My choice. I chose
0: to do that. Mm. Uh, I set up um, some some furniture. I uh, moved some things around in the in the apartment. Um, and then I kind of just kicked back. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah,
1: it was it was a good day. I'm glad you had such a great day. I'm still fuming. Like, it's a couple hours after that. And now it's the next day. Yeah. And I'm like... Yeah,
0: we got to work tomorrow.
1: I got to work tomorrow. <laughs> back to it. <laughs> it's, fine. it's fine, everyone. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine.
0: <laughs> I don't understand why you just finish your work during the week. It wasn't... Ing- <laughs>
1: It wasn't just me either. It wasn't all on me. God. Anyways, anyways. That's somewhere I'm at.
0: When I say I move stuff around the apartment, you know what I moved
1: around was um my plants. Oh, your plants. I heard plans. Yeah. All right.
0: I had plans to move my plants. And I realized, because I have two that I bought at the same time and they're identical plant types. Right. But one is, I'd say flourishing more than the other. Thriving? Yeah. Yeah. The other one is not dying, but wilting, but like... I noticed the leaves are curling inward and right. not, not stretching out as much as it could. Yeah. The other one's taller now. And I realized, oh, the one that is doing better is getting more attention from me. <laughs>
1: Like you're like talking to it. You're like petting it. <laughs> I definitely chose favorites. All right. Okay.
0: And it also gets direct sunlight
1: um, part of the day. Oh, so it's, I, yeah, it's thriving because it's actually positioned to get yeah. sun.
0: I didn't realize because it's the part of the day where I'm not home, but there's like a good, maybe, I don't know, two hours where it's getting direct sunlight. Oh, I see. And the other one does not, I don't think ever gets direct
1: sunlight. It Are you gets, noticing it on your nice, lazy Saturday? You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, like, oh. Ah, my favorite you're getting some some sunlight oh okay Okay. so um how delightful
0: what i did was I, i switched them so the other one can maybe catch up a little bit, get some get some attention
1: that I was ignoring. I see. Okay. Yeah. These you've had these for a while now. Yeah, but you,
0: they're they're doing. I, I would say like for plants, <laughs> they're doing pretty
1: good. <laughs> <laughs> they're stable. Yeah, they got a good head on their shoulders.
0: I've killed multiple plants in the past. and <laughs> These guys are way better than those.
1: I've had plants in the past that I think I think it moved out at one point. Just like I'm just gonna forget about this plant and threw it away. <laughs> it's your murder? It was like I, I bet it was like a succulent. I bet it still survived to this day. Okay. Like it does barely die ever.
0: Um well, I I've killed succulents before. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just amazing the things you realize when you have solid chunks of free time.
1: Okay, whatever whatever, man. <laughs> Well, we did go plant shopping recently. Yeah, and I got some also. Um, one of them's already dying. It's been like a week or whatever. And I think,
0: well, when you don't have time to give it attention, yeah, it's gonna
1: die. I think it just can feel my the anger oozing off me or whatever. <laughs> I put it at the sun, and I apparently I think it was too much sun for that plant specifically. It was very hot over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I think it was too hot, and it didn't water enough. The I had to look it up online. Like, why is it dying? Yeah, it said it just needs to be soaked all the time in water. Basically, well, yeah. Like, like, what do you mean? Yeah, like not water. Like, look- Plants need water But this one specifically Needs to be like The soil needs to be Soaked all the time Like you moist. know, You know what
0: uh, The plant that I have That is thriving Like the best plant I've ever had Yeah I keep it in my bathroom <laughs> Okay So I You know You shower all the time I think it, it's Getting moisture from that Right Regardless of if I Just directly spray it Which I do Maybe every other day It's still getting It's still in like a Humidity Environment And getting direct sun So that one is like Wow this is growing strong the other one is I'm not I'm not saying it's dying. It's just not doing as good. So mm. I, I switched them, I switched their positions. And it's just like, wow, I can't believe I didn't think of this. Thank God I had this free day to come up with
1: this plant. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you're a healthy plant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that plant, you know, appreciates it too. Yeah.
0: It's just when you are relaxed, your plants are also relaxed.
1: That's why I got plants too. Was you know <laughs> that thing about like plant therapy? <laughs> yeah. Having plants in your home keeps you relaxed or whatever yeah. breathes out. Um, oxygen that you need or whatever. It's true. Uh, and, and then the ones around me are dying.
0: <laughs> your plants are a reflection of
1: you. Yeah.
0: So my plants are strong and healthy and just chilling.
1: Some of mine are okay. Okay. it's just that one new one. It was like a flowery one that I guess needs more attention than I thought. I want to get more plants. Yeah. Yeah. You want like a forest, like a safari in yeah. your room. It just feels like I'm in nature. You could just go to nature too. Ugh. <laughs>
0: I'm in there. I'm in my bathroom. Um, I want to put a plant in my shower. Like I think that'll be. It's like I'll be showering in a waterfall.
1: Right. Like. <laughs> like you're like what a castaway. Like, like I'm a gorilla in the mist. <laughs> Uh, i I know the piece, some people put plants and like hang them above the shower yeah that's what I want to do. how the heck do you water it like do you have to you have to have a planter while you're showering and put it in there like put the water just, in there' seems just like a lot take
0: it off the hook and put it under the shower The hook
1: is above you like it's high up that's no. high. there's a logistics to this that I don't get but people mm. do it people do it and I think they're the plants survive
0: yeah honestly it's just because you're in the shower you're getting residual water
1: that's enough oh, not enough right. but it's a, it sustains. Yeah, it helps. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It is very cool. Plants plants are kind of hard to figure out for me. I'm gonna get the easy to hand the plant. Succulents are the way to go for me now. It sounds like you just need fake plants. Oh, that's a good that's a possibility. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, what is not fake is our show. Want you to explain how <laughs> <that> it <goes? laughs> what is
1: stretchy? Yeah, here at the Reader Kami Podcast, we we have three different parts. First up, we'll run down the comic book news. In the middle, we'll talk about a uh, cool comic book, and we're doing the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen today. At the end, we'll talk about our side stories, where we talk about the entertainment we've taken in this week: TV, movies, comics, whatever. Plants, plants.
0: Yeah. Let's get into the news. There's some weeks where we have like really big news. Like this is the talk of several weeks to come. Yeah. And there's some weeks where we're like, yeah, we have nothing to talk about. It's kind of quiet, oh, right? Yeah. Nothing. I feel like this is a week of news that is not huge groundbreaking news,
1: but is very important news. I think it's uh, it's not the biggest, highest attention grabbing news. Yeah. But there's uh, we didn't struggle to find uh, news this yeah. week. Right? I think
0: this... It is like the groundwork for bigger news to come. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Starting off with um, Netflix, which we almost never start off with.
1: Right. They had their Geek Week, which did you tune into any of that? Geeked Week. Um, I just popped in random trailers that they released. Yeah. Uh seems like a lot of it was video games. Yeah, they're getting to indie games which I don't... They've already on there, right? Like they're on Netflix just everyone ignores them.
0: I think they're getting bigger. By bigger I mean bigger
1: independent game studios to create games for them. Right, right. Um how does that even work? Like I don't know, I was going to ask you. I never touched the, the <laughs> those icons in the Netflix app. I have no yeah. idea. It, um I'm curious what it is. Is it just like they're the brand now? Like they're the head studio like a Microsoft like a um, Sony or I think they're just trying to
0: compete with other streaming services. Yeah. And this is a way to, to put a, a differentiator between them. Nothing's popping off so far, I think. Yeah. What is going to pop off, I believe, come August 5th, we're going to get The Sandman. The Sandman. And we finally got like a first full, full trailer for it.
1: Yes. I loved it. Now, you're a huge fan of the book. I'm a monumental fan. I really like this. Um, this whole trailer was basically introducing characters that we're going to see in the first season. Right right um just teasing uh the the true fans like you know these characters you, you know you love them <laughs> and here they are they're going to be the show it's confirmed mm-hmm. um we have of course uh, lord morpheus <laughs> <laughs> he's out a fairy tale he's back he's back <laughs> Um, Johanna and Constantine And Matt Hetty Were talking there About Lord Morpheus um, Lucian The librarian mm-hmm. um, But also th- She introduces Like the realm The dreaming right? yeah. What would you think Of this shot
0: um, It's grander Than I would imagine Oh really like, This is
1: what I expect So
0: uh, I'll admit You're a bigger Sandman fan Than I am I've read Much less than you have But what I have read I I, I really enjoy Yeah Um. So I, I'm probably Going to really enjoy The show it looks just like the book, and I'm eager to see these characters come to life, and if it's portrayed in a way that I envisioned. Portrayed in a way, okay. Which um I'm guessing it is, because just from the trailer, it, it does have this older feel to it
1: yeah yeah it's not the 80s like the original comic Um, start out mm -hmm. but it has this um mature feel about everything right um everything's in the shadows Um, yeah the the dreaming that i'm expected to feel like just infinite or it could be the tiniest thing ever it's like it could be whatever (laughs) is can be in a dream and so the shot of it it gives me this awe-inspiring feeling of his domain right yeah so with everything accurate, I got a smile from ear to ear.
0: <laughs> we know like how the book starts and how the trailer even starts. He is he's trapped, right? Yes. And then he's released. He's trapped for like what? It was like 100
1: years or something like that. I think it was 90 years. Okay, sorry. Yeah, okay. get it. Well, well you right. I was rounding up. <laughs> Forget it, right. It was it's in the, <laughs> there's a book about it. <laughs> Um, just the
0: scene of him and like the CG of like the powers and the yeah the magic of it. The sand and he's like it also like almost like Terminator. Like he's naked and he's <laughs> like being pulled into a portal kind of thing. Finally freed. Yeah, it looks very cool. It looks just like the book, and I don't know. I'm, I'm interested. Like it's not over the top. Like All right. like an MCU over the top. Maybe yeah, kinda like a Guardians. Super colorful. It's it feels like a Burton esque. But oh. with
1: modern CG. I mean, the characters look like they're from a Burton thing. It's right. like a very pale guy with black hair. Yeah. Uh, I think Johnny Depp played that character <laughs> multiple times. So it's yeah, he thing.
0: did it in the trial. He played that character.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I could see that that same look there. Maybe gothic, right? Uh, it's obviously the character was like a goth-inspired character from the right. beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters, the other ones are introducing, we get uh, his siblings, Death and Desire, yeah. are. Yeah, scene, just quick shots, right? It's really just quick shots just to tease us, the fans, that they're Mm -hmm. in the show. Um, Dr. D, uh, Dr. Destiny is there. And this was the one where I was like, that comic that issue felt super dark like are they really gonna do it on a show yeah I hope they don't hold back with that character um, do you the, think he has a list? bigger
0: role in this series because I think like he's gonna be maybe around for the whole series whereas in the book it was like an
1: issue or two yeah yeah Yeah, I think maybe he's in for the whole first se- series or season uh, it's so weird like I want I want them to make something new but also don't veer too far off <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm that fan where it's like maybe just make shot by shot, make it the comic <laughs> If you don't mind. Alright. Just I make have, it the live action Lion King. That'd be great. Yeah. Make make the characters emotionless. And <laughs> <laughs> so accurate, but so emotionless. <laughs> But he's kind of he's emotional. exactly <laughs> okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Do that. <laughs> that character he's getting. We haven't heard him talk yet, right? I feel like yeah. he's just been doing stuff. Like he gets, he breaks out of the prison, and he's he's still this like dignified character, which he's yeah. supposed to be, right? And I think that's the feel we get when we get all these characters in this trailer. Is like we're just in awe of them. They're the embodiment of aspects of reality yeah so it's just like oh wow right as we see that it
0: has i i I know why i feel this way but it has the feel of a doctor who
1: right well yes (laughs) because it's freaking british it's super
0: british he's (laughs) big it's very british
1: he's very british Yeah. yeah i i I'm down for it. I'm here for it.
0: Now, the only thing i maybe I missed it. I could be wrong. But the only thing I didn't catch was Cain um, and Abel. Cain and Abel. They're not there yet. Um, yeah, which they're like kind of like my favorite part of the comic.
1: I know we've seen shots of lucifer already but i don't yeah. know if uh she was in this trailer
0: i think she was she, i think towards the end she says the line
1: or something okay okay him. maybe it was, i think it was nine that she was nine in the tre- teaser okay. okay okay yeah very good okay
0: but yeah this comes out august 5th i believe there's 11 episodes on netflix and the way netflix does it they drop them all at the same time
1: so i know what i'm doing that day oh you have work that day i don't how about that <laughs>
0: Now, this is a a DC property, but under their vertigo, right, which is defunct doesn't exist anymore i guess so. yeah but it was connected to dc proper mainline like in the comics they reference superman and batman
1: right oh in the sandman comics yeah yeah totally we are, yeah but the, i don't think this is the the netflix show will i don't think henry cavill his next appearance is going to be in the sandman netflix show no that would be amazing if though that, that would bring be, back
0: henry cavill in the sandman show of all places would
1: be amazing. how about we don't <laughs> how about that <laughs> Do you think he will appear in Black Adam? I don't, but I think it's, it might be a good movie. There's I think he, there's a slim chance.
0: I give it a 5% chance he could show up in Black Adam.
1: I think we will get the headless Henry Cavill that we had in Shazam. It <laughs> was the most likely. Just up, up all the way up to under his nose so we can put a mustache on him. Oh, wow. <laughs> CG in a mustache, yeah. right? Uh, that way people we- will be like, see, it is him. See, yeah. <laughs> But next time Black Adam finds himself in a school cafeteria, Yeah, that's when we're going to see that scene with Superman. I don't know.
0: He's definitely not in the trailer, which dropped this week. Finally, I feel like Black Adam has been around since pre-pandemic, like talking about it.
1: Well, The Rock was like a long time ago, he would want to be casted as a superhero and it was between Shazam and Black Adam. And he put it to like a poll to the audience. I remember that. I think that was fake. Like, it's just like, he's not going to listen to that at all, but it's drawing up. Like, well,
0: it was heavily Black
1: Adam voted, I think. Really? Yeah. I think that that makes sense. Well, I think both the characters kind of make sense in a way. With he could the, with, have played both. Yeah. Either. Yeah. But uh, you think Black Adam was the right choice?
0: Um, the right choice. If you Are were you asking, do I need this movie?
1: No, I'm asking <laughs> if you were Dwayne the Rock Johnson and yeah. you had pick at the litter any of these two characters. Yeah. Which one would you pick?
0: I would have said I would have liked it if he was Shazam. Oh. And Billy Batson was Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man no Kevin could played that like really short scientist villain <laughs> you know what I'm talking about with the glasses that yeah. works perfectly uh, but what is the, the the worm <laughs> he plays a worm yeah that
0: worm villain um Black Adam though the trailer what do you think of the trailer like it doesn't feel look exactly like other D C movies, I think.
1: I, I isn't like Shazam and this Black Adam movie made by a different studio and then like they fit underneath the D C yeah. like brand or whatever. I think so, yeah. So I can see the relation to Shazam, just it is shot in a different part of that world. I can see the same it feels like the same world to me.
0: Okay. The look of it to me is very different.
1: Oh yeah? Well it, that shows like more playful well, that movie's more playful and this one's Yeah. Very like uh, he starts off as like kind of a bloodthirsty hero, right? Sure. Yeah.
0: But the way it's like, it's theme, it's color theme. It's like, um, rusty.
1: Yes. That, <laughs> I agree. It's like orange, yeah. right? And brown. Yeah. I, I think that's intentional. Make a drastic difference from Shazam. Shazam felt kind of like blue and gray. Sure. Right. Yeah. So it's going, I can see it's two different parts of the same world. Right.
0: They want it very opposite
1: each other that's that's the whole point right
0: it it starts off like oh he was a slave and his son was killed and then he was killed yeah and obviously just from their what they're wearing it's it's ancient time right yeah yeah and then he's brought back to life they look like he they put him in like a a chamber that has like tech all over it right like a water tank oh. and it had like all these like cgi graphics all over it like it's mm. bringing him back to life But then he's also brought back to life with magic, I guess, through Shazam magic.
1: I I think he was Shazam magic before, like a long time ago. And he was like, remember, like we had a champion back in the day, but he proved to be wrong. Yeah. So he had to be a hero or a champion a long time ago, like right after he, his kid died.
0: But in the beginning of the trailer, looks like modern, if not... Right. Future time. They put him in this like container thing and he doesn't look yoked out. He looks skinny.
1: Oh, that's from that shot? Oh. Yeah.
0: So I wonder what happens. When, if his powers are stripped away or...
1: Yeah. I think he was yeah. like uh, dead again, like asleep without the powers. Mm, okay. And that's what he, they did the Captain America thing where they have to have a different actor play his body. Yeah. And put his face on it. Yeah. I, I, I was tripping for a bit like did I just was it just the angle of the shot and he looks skinny there no it's a totally different actor right no
0: definitely because this guy is like a quarter of the size <laughs> of what the rock really is
1: you're right like his, his arm is like the guy's whole body <laughs> uh, what did you think of the look of everything like him like using his powers against the those like soldiers uh, so I think the rock looks like the rock his costume's kind of dope I, I kind of dig it it's kind of cool it's just because he's huge makes his costume look cool like with with the hood and the hood and everything the the boots i thought were like oh it looks different from the rest of the costume so it's kind of cool yeah and yeah i thought it was pretty cool looking
0: i'd say yeah but really what stood out to me and i think i'm gonna like more than anything in the in the movie is The Justice Society Oh yeah Uh, Hawkman um, Dr. Dr. Fate Fate, um, What's the growing
1: guy? (laughs) Adam Smasher
0: Adam Smasher Um, They look really cool And Hawkman There's a shot where he's talking to Black Adam He's like heroes don't kill and The Rock is like, I kill.
1: Well, I do. Yeah, yeah.
0: I I like the dynamic there, and I think they're going to be really cool to watch on screen.
1: They're using, I think, the JSA storyline from the comics, where mm-hmm. they literally like take this villain and make him a hero. Yeah. and teach him his ways. Mm-hmm. So I think they're they're playing into that. Like he's going to work, move in a different way. Um, he's going to learn, learn how to be a hero. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I feel like that is the way to do it. That has to be the way to do it. But are, does that mean we're not gonna get a black adam versus shazam in the future
1: uh they've got, i think they can still like collide at some point they don't know what's going on or even heroes have disagreements all the time and go to blows i can yeah. see that happening when they finally meet or maybe the wizard is the reason why they have to <sighs> collide with like, each other it's
0: the new bvs uh, black uh, adam versus shazam
1: that sucks <laughs> <laughs> You just came up with that, huh, yeah, black Adam, all right, uh, what okay. what kind of name is Black Adam, like um accurate? <laughs> Right, because of his costume, right? <laughs> of course.
0: Um, in the comics, Black Adam has hair. Are you? Did you wish Rock painted
1: on some hair? Oh, that would be so <laughs> funny. Like he has hair again. He has to have the. He has to have the deep V hair. Yeah,
0: because it's it's very like, like short peak. hair or like slick back or
1: something. So they could literally just
0: like sharpie it on.
1: Oh, that would be so <laughs> good. It could be that like that stuff that barbers put on, like it's yeah, like powder. Fake. Yeah, that looks like hair, and they touch it, and it's it's gone. Do you remember? That that thing of lebron like that. Yeah. where like the guys like your Feeling hair like-
0: your hair fell out <laughs> i have watched these videos online of like barbers like lining up and then they put like these sprays or whatever yeah. to darken the edge so you could really see the i'm like guys are doing more cosmetic work than <laughs> than makeup artists now it's like come on dude what happened to just get a haircut
1: <laughs> it's a big deal i think for some people <sighs> also the one thing that blows my mind is they also put like chalk right like, like the, you can see so a white line like, yeah yeah dude that's like extra make it crisp right
0: and then people do like the hard part where they actually cut hair away from the part so you can yeah. see it
1: more and am like That's not going to look good after a while. That's what happened. I got that before. I thought it was going to look cool. And it looked cool for two days. Yeah. And it grew out. It starts to grow again. Now you have weird shaped hair. I'm going to have to deal with this for a month and a half until I get my next haircut. Um, So guys, stop doing that. Yeah. The the key takeaway from the Black Adam trailer, just shave your head off like like The Rock. (laughs) Uh, I think this movie has potential it seems like kind of all over the place with the music like uh-huh. the Kanye Jay-Z thing and yeah it broad in a way okay but the whole thing of it's not just a hero that's doing good from the start I kind of think that has potential you know what I mean
0: yeah is this a revenge movie cuz his son oh, yeah. is killed maybe there's a I don't know how does he get revenge on people in the past I don't know
1: I guess I didn't consider that what does he have to uh, what's motivating him I don't know yeah I
0: have a feeling this is going to be Wonder Woman 84 quality.
1: Oh, wow. The Rock, he has a lot of people-pleasing movies, but they're not amazing movies. No. So what can we expect from this one? Is, well, is this just yeah. another one in his belt? Like it's a random movie or is it like, oh, it's a DC thing. I can, I got to strap up a bit and put more effort into this one.
0: I think, I think he really l- likes the character and he really wants to do good for this movie. Yeah. But I just think DC doesn't know how to make good movies. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, just the track record is is
1: below average to me. Right, I, I the, the whole shakeup over there, right? I wonder if that's going to play into this movie at all. I yeah. think that was after this movie was made, like, you know, actually oh, for created, sure. right?
0: This is, was in development for way before, like, like it was before the pandemic.
1: Right, yeah, yeah. So this so, is not of the new era regime. regime. Yeah, I, I'm i just curious if they did, whoever was messing up a lot at DC, did they even yeah. have a, a whole hand in this, making this movie since it's a, like a different company under them? I have no idea how it works, but Black Adam, uh, potential.
0: Uh, I'm going to say no potential. <laughs> no
1: potential? Wow. You you hated it?
0: I was just saying like, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm not going to love it. And I, th- I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't get a
1: sequel. I think it's going to be Shazam quality. And that's what I'm going to hope for actually. And that's like middle of the road. But
0: Shazam quality without the humor, then I'm not going to like it.
1: It's going to have to do something else with it. Okay. Yeah. Inspirational. Uh, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 That's harder. Maybe Hawkman will be the breakout star. I think so. I it, think
0: he's be my favorite part.
1: His armor, it looks kind of cool, but also like it looks very impractical. Like it's like yeah. extra baggage. Like ask Wonder Woman what she's doing with her gold arm. We'll put that on. <laughs> The wannabe
0: Wakandan ships that everyone has. Oh yeah! I'm like, I'm not liking this. It I thought mo- J, JSA was supposed to be like old school, and then now they're like futuristic. I don't know.
1: It seemed not like futuristic. Seemed like space, like like old space, like retro, like <laughs> Stargate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it look a lot like the the Aquaman villains like those like, cashmen okay. yeah maybe worse because it's less like that look goofy in a fun way mm-hmm. but this one I'm not so sure
0: yeah I don't know if I'm gonna like it
1: why are aliens the villains if they're aliens I don't, I know don't what they even are. know
0: what the villains are yeah yeah they're gonna make him like almost nameless
1: well that's that's a, kind of a lame <laughs> yeah uh, I don't know.
0: I think now cuz we've been talking about the Zaz, the new president of Warner Brothers Discovery, Zaz. And he wants to, you know, revamp DC films and stuff like that. I'm thinking everything before, like he it's going to be hard to continue those stories. Like Matt Reeves' Batman is going to get a sequel. That's guaranteed that movie is really good. But like another Wonder Woman movie? Another Aquaman after this. Like
1: Aquaman 3.
0: Yeah. Another Flash movie. Highly doubt now because of the behind the scenes drama with Ezra Miller.
1: Even with the critic acclaim that's like bubbling up for it. But there's
0: so much bad stuff around Ezra Miller. Yeah. That they couldn't even promote the Harry Potter Dumbledore movie because of him.
1: I think that maybe they just gave up after seeing the movie. <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't think it was Ezra Miller's fault at all. I just think they kind of made a bad movie. Mm, yeah,
0: because they barely promoted it with any of the actors. Yeah,
1: there you go. Um,
0: but I just think if you're gonna make a sequel from a from a pre-Zaz DC movie,
1: pre I like that
0: pre-Zaz. It's got to be very good. And there's only one that's
1: very good, very amazing. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah. talking about the Joker.
0: Yeah, they made it official. Sequel Joker Two is coming. I think Todd Phillips is coming back. He's already written the script and Joaquin is also going to return
1: uh how do you feel about this it seems like um this is a studio like you spent 60 million to make this movie and you made a billion dollars yeah let's make another one how about that
0: yeah they don't care if it's bad they'll make another billion dollars i but i do have trust in joaquin and todd phillips to only come back for a good script and they're coming back so i'm I'm excited about it I'm confident In a good movie And I do want to see More of this character
1: When I I hear a sequel Is coming out Yeah Of like any Kind of any Comic book movie mm-hmm. I'm hoping It's better than The last one Just like Don't make it If it's not gonna be Better than the last one Almost And Really A lot of the time Yeah That's how my uh, Intention is Okay And I think it might it, It's probably not Gonna be better Than the first one Because I think uh, Todd Phillips Made that movie Because yeah. he wanted To make a movie He didn't necessarily need to make a Joker movie. It's just comic book movies are selling and he brought that proposal to DC and like, okay, let's make it.
0: Well, what if that's the same thing with this one? What if he has another inspiration from another genre movie and he's folding into this world that he already created?
1: Then... If that happens, then yeah, I obviously I'd like it. But it's like, if you're asking me now, am I confident? I don't mm-hmm. know if I am. That's how, how I feel
0: about What if he wants to make um,
1: redo face off? <laughs> redo face off? Well, that Joker does rip his face off at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a good movie? Face Off. You've never seen Face Off. We've talked about this. I've never seen Face Off. No.
0: <laughs> There's a lot of people that will say what's the best action movie? What? And that is in the talks. Not that it's a great movie, but
1: it's a fun action movie. It seems like a lot of Nick Cage movies are like in that world, like The Rock. Yeah. The movie The Rock. The Rock is great. What about like Con Air? Con Air is pretty good. It's it's like you know cheesy fun action movie I all of these are kind of all, I would right? say
0: those two plus Face Off is the Nick Cage action trio like those Trilogy? are the ones you should watch
1: wow alright And I've seen two of the three I gotta watch the finale
0: yeah and John Travolta helps <laughs> <laughs> but anyway I, I bring up Face Off because it's a duality story right okay and I really believe this is what the sequel will be about, because the working title for it is uh, in French. Uh, I'm gonna butcher this because it's in French. Uh,
1: foyer à deux. <laughs> what is that? What it's like? The subtitle is in French, or you're yeah. saying? Yeah,
0: that's the working subtitle. Joker 2, foyer à deux. I I hope that's even close. I, I doubt it. <laughs> uh, which literally translates to um, madness of two.
1: Madness of two. Huh. What does that mean? Does that mean like the duality of him as a man? Or is it, is there two Jokers?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm leaning towards.
1: Or is there three?
0: Because there's already some talks of before, like William Defoe wanted to do All oh, right, a movie with him where he plays an imposter
1: Joker. Oh, really? Yeah. He brought that up, like specifically William Defoe? Yeah. Put it out in the world?
0: It was like people were like, oh man, William Defoe would be a great Joker. And then he said like, the only way I would do it is if I was... Working with Joaquin, and I was like a, a copycat Joker. Ooh, okay. And, and I think they're like, yeah, that's a good idea.
1: <laughs> that's a pretty good yeah. idea then. Like, that's that piques my interest. Because this guy that's so messed up, and he's ransacking the world, right? Yeah. The Joker. And then someone's so inspired that he's maybe going to even one-up him somehow, or right. try to take his identity. Be more crazy. Yeah. Because he does inspire a whole mob at the end of the movie. You remember the Riddler in the Batman movie? Yeah. He's thinking they're working together and he's like, just like, he's such a fanatic. He's doing this to the Joker now. Yeah. Yeah. And the Joker's like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I didn't, I didn't, uh, franchise this. (laughs) Um, I think that this could be it
0: and which could lead, I'm stretching here, to a yeah. third, which would just be my one of my favorite of the new Batman titles was Three Jokers. Like, just do that.
1: Three Jokers, really? That's one of your favorites. It was like mid for me.
0: I really liked it because it just pulled from lore from... A lot of previous comic books
1: I admit like the start of it yeah. it piqued my interest a lot because it's like what the, how are there three of them and again yeah. like like you're saying reflecting on stories that involve them the it's almost like just the writer like looking at the Joker in three different perspectives
0: yes and but honestly it, it's really cool because yeah it's about the three jokers but really it's about his victims oh and it's Jason Todd and Batgirl who are like the most you know tragic victims of the Joker yeah yeah in the bat family
1: all right yeah how that would include them in the story no i wouldn't put them in the movies but just that like framework of having three jokers just the title
0: yeah Three Jokers is so cool. Um so like I would do the second one whether it's William Dafoe and Joaquin. And then um by the third, you just throw in Barry uh Kogan. Is that his name? Oh, yeah. yeah. Which the timeline could fit where like the young Bruce Wayne from the first Joker would grow up to be Robert Pattinson.
1: Yeah, yeah. We we mentioned that like anniversary that he mentions in that little scene. Yeah. And that maybe that's when he becomes the Joker. It was like a year ago was when he decided to become the Joker or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it could work. I'm not saying you have to make them fit these two stories, these two universes, but it could work and um could be fun. Could be fun to do. And uh, I think the Zazz would approve.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I remember when Zaz, the Zazzy Boy, first got on that spot, he was like, "Yeah, we're going to maybe veer away from these classic characters and we're going to go with more uh uh edge characters like the joker it's like the joker sells dude you should know that already (laughs) joker's like one of the oldest characters of all time (laughs) he made a billion dollars before he got here (laughs)
0: um okay what about this like not even make a third movie just have barry show up at the end of the second just to to be like okay yeah it is connected
1: just a teaser like an end credit scene yeah (laughs) i like that don't ever have him the main villain of the movie just have him in end credit scenes (laughs) Yeah, I like you that. never see him fully. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. how about let's not? He's gross looking.
0: <laughs> but I feel like they do kind of because in the three jokers, there's three very distinct jokers. Yeah.
1: The was it the criminal, the comedian, and the clown. That's right. And I think we're you know we're honestly missing a very mm-hmm. important player in this game we're talking about right now, which is uh, Mister Jared Leto. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Okay, get his name, you know, put respect on his name. Okay.
0: Put the Suicide Squad back in
1: yeah, the theaters. <laughs> I so I heard the the name for this movie is Joker 2. It's Morbin Time. <laughs> Man, I can't believe they put that back in theaters. I think I think it was profitable movie. I think they're going to make a sequel. <laughs> But, yeah. I, I am excited
0: for Joker 2. Um Todd Phillips, I think, is a really good director.
1: He is a good director. I'll give you and that. I,
0: I, Joker 1 is in, like, my top three DC movies of all time. And it's definitely top
1: ten, like, comic book movies of all time. It's a, it's left a mark on me. I've never watched it again. And I keep thinking, like, oh, I it should is watch it again. an undertaking to watch it. Yeah. The first yeah. time around. Like it's heavy right that's what a joker <laughs> pre, uh, origin story would be like
0: yeah but i i'm all for it um i have a feeling that is what the second one will
1: be about you think willem Dafoe is gonna sign up for it really or that's just like a little maybe, rumor. maybe
0: not willem Dafoe, but I, it will be about maybe the now joaquin joker's Facing the consequences of his actions from the first one, and maybe like yeah, he liked it at the end, but maybe it's growing bigger than him.
1: Yeah, everyone is like wearing a costume of him at the end of the movie. Yeah, and so a one that's rising to prominence and actually doing major harm like a Willem Dafoe makes sense. Yeah, and you just see it as him already as a Joker, but I think that's because of his Green Goblin portrayal already. Mm. Would that be a rehash? I don't know necessarily, but close. Yeah, right.
0: I think. what they're just realizing is villains sell. Villains are usually more interesting than the heroes. Yeah. and I think Marvel is realizing that. What makes you say that? They have officially announced what has been rumored for uh, like a year or two now that they're going to develop a Thunderbolts movie. Now, if you don't know
1: what Thunderbolts is, it's Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> for Marvel, yeah. <laughs> The government decided to use their villains that they've uh, imprisoned and just make them heroes. And we've, the fans have seen that they've introduced characters that are often in the Thunderbolts and could totally fit into that whole framework. Yeah, I
0: think they've been laying on the groundwork for a while now, since obviously um, Falcon Winter Soldier. The end of that show? Yeah. Val. Um and Shang-Chi, where you get a snippet of Abomination.
1: Possibly, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh I think it's it's already being set up, but who do you think would be like fill out the cast of a Thunderbolt's team?
1: So like uh you mentioned there's US Agent, right? Yeah. I think he's gonna lead it. Yeah. Right. He's the captain America. I think but he's it, like the uh, Rick Flag of the team. Right, Rick Flag too. Yeah. The somewhat good guy, right? Soldier. Yeah. But the thing is, he's had a past in the army and he has had to do the dirty work. Right. And that's why they chose him to be this like figure, mm. right? Yeah. And he sees like the costume just as kind of fluff. He's just like, it's just a picture character, this is not really what the real heroes do. That's how he views superheroes, I think.
0: I think so, yeah. Um I think Zemo is uh, maybe a good option.
1: Yeah, considering he led it at a certain point as yeah. like a different character. Yeah. Like Citizen V.
0: What is he? He's in the raft. Is he captured right now? I think he's in the raft.
1: What ha- yeah, what happened at the end of uh, I, I think he got he just caught. escaped, right? Yeah. I don't know.
0: Um and then obviously Abomination I think would be a good choice. I think the scenes in Shang-Chi and we'll see in She-Hulk uh, is that he's imprisoned and um, I think that prison is where they'll form this Thunderbolts team okay will they still call it Thunderbolts because unfortunately I believe that actor passed away
1: yeah um, the guy that plays General Thunderbolt Ross yeah which they get their name yeah ah uh, I think they'll just call it the Vals the va- <laughs> Valentinas <laughs> the Jue Louis his Dreyfus <laughs> Uh, I think uh, they could still call it in that for like just honoring the character. I guess sure. maybe the character moved on, or yeah. I don't know how I'll how that go, but. That'd be fine if they if they don't or not, but Yelena Belova was recruited by Val, right?
0: Yeah, but I think that was for Hawkeye, just for that. Yeah, because she doesn't feel like a villain and doesn't feel like someone that would be used like that. That She's been like tricked to
1: use this whole time.
0: Yeah, but she was like tricked.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I think she's learned beyond that. Yeah, she does seem like a hero, but you don't never know at the end of the day if if it's not just pure reason they have to do what they have to do. Yeah, and she's a contract killer. Yeah. Right. Uh, other characters that I'm less excited for are like Ghost from- I don't think she'll be in it.
0: Taskmaster. I don't think she'll be in it. Yeah. Yeah. All these like suggestions that people have online, it's just because they're villains from other movies, but I feel like they wouldn't fit or really have <laughs> the have the cachet.
1: Draw attention. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I agree too. Um, They'd have to write it in a certain way where they make a monumental leap. I mean, at least say a word, Taskmaster. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know who else or what the reason. Actually, you know what? I had a theory about why even make this team. Oh, okay. And I think it's like we need a team of bad guys to take down someone, but the we can't have good guys take this person down. Because the person we need to take down is a good guy, is a quote-unquote good guy.
1: Yeah. Heroes have butted heads with the government in MCU already.
0: Yeah. So the person I think that would require a whole team to take down
1: and is such a big threat is Vision. Oh, what? He gets revived? He's white. He's white Vision right now. Okay. And he's he's escaped. So And he's just out on the loose and they yeah. need some team to take so him down. So like,
0: we can't let this weapon, he is like a weapon, out. We need to take him out and you know the avengers are not going to do it there he's part of the avengers kind of you
1: guys are expendable yeah you guys are the expendables
0: So let's form a team of people who are villains, quote unquote villains, to stop this uncontrollable threat that um, no one else will do because he's a good guy.
1: Yeah. That, I guess, would not look good on camera if yeah. we had the Avengers fight him. So I think- I would also think like the Avengers are the ones to fight him if that ever went down. Well, I don't think
0: like he is out doing bad stuff. He's not out there destroying. Oh. He's just like, we don't trust him out there alone. So- Go get him.
1: Yeah. After all the Wanda stuff, right? Yeah. And their relationship, who knows what he's capable of. Yeah. Right.
0: He's essentially Ultron. At this point? Yeah. Yeah. Like Ultron, that's not evil, but the government wants him.
1: But a weapon, like basically the, the perfect body that Ultron wanted. So yeah. out in the open.
0: Yeah. So I, I'm i like 90% sure that's what the thing is. <laughs> all
1: right. I, I kind of like that idea. Okay. Oh, who's going to die first? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the idea. Uh, Captain Boomerang. (laughs) (laughs) They're tossing in these extra characters we don't care about so they can do the Suicide Squad thing and kill them off.
0: I think the one um, unfortunate thing that could have been very cool, like he would have led this movie if he was still alive in the MCU, would have been Killmonger.
1: Oh, Killmonger. Wow. All right. He's somewhat, I I think he would not be controlled, him as a person, just because he's like... I'll mastermind this however I want to sure in that way yeah I just think it's the fallback of Marvel they don't have cool villains cool enough villains yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, are you excited for this they, there's, they have a director set up for it Jeremy Sh- Schreier. Schreier set up for this <laughs> uh, have you seen any of his stuff before
0: nope um, but uh it's kind of like i just trust in marvel
1: trust in them okay okay uh i think nobody really asked for a thunderbolts movie i don't know if it's like the property everyone loves but it's kind of cool it's like the edgy thing right they could fit in whatever random characters in it yeah again like you said with the red hulk that would have been cool to have in the lineup but mm-hmm. sadly the, the actors gone what i
0: think is um it's kind of like the copying themselves because they made guardians and then that was kind of like a ragtag team right yeah so then dc was like hey we want that," and ours is. The Suicide Squad, that's the kind of team of non-hero heroes, right? And now- That was a flop, then a hit. Yeah. And then now uh, Marvel's like, hey, we want that. We want a team of non-hero heroes. (laughs) It's like- you're just copying yourself now
1: uh, I think that's uh, something before Like even the movie industry got involved sure, yeah. DC and cop and, and uh, Marvel copied each other back and forth
0: Oh, every DC character has a Marvel version
1: mm-hmm. of him Same thing the other way around Yeah Yeah, absolutely What do you think Thanos is? What do, you right. think, what do you think Deadpool is? I think I think it's happened before Where like one copies the other And then one that copies that Like it's, it's happened multiple times mm-hmm. a, a ping pong match going on Yeah <laughs> Uh,
0: Yeah, well, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the Joker sequel, probably the most out of
1: everything we talked about. More than Sandman? Yeah, kind of. All right, all right. That's fine with me.
0: All right, well, I guess you're most excited about Black Adam. (laughs) Uh, And if you are, you could let us know
1: by subscribing to the Reader Copy Podcast Uh, Just search Reader Copy on your podcast app and like and subscribe. Definitely. Give us a rating too. That's always helpful. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Reader Copy Podcast. Let's chat there.
0: We have another team we want to talk about in today's comic book. Uh, It is called what again? The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen.
1: Let's get into it. Do you have any guilty pleasures that you're aware of? Um, Like reality TV? Yeah. Right. I watch a lot of that. that that's your main one. Uh, we're doing something that's kind of a guilty pleasure for me today. It's actually the movie this comic is based on, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh, th- that movie is definitely one of my guilty pleasures. <laughs> you should be guilty. For I, I know I should be, and I am. <laughs> it's a pretty dang bad movie. I've seen it maybe once. I think I've seen it like 3 or 4 times. Like not, okay. not a whole lot of times, but yeah. I have to, I'm, I'm honest, I like it. It's it's not very well made, but for some reason I want to rewatch it for some reason. Uh the it, it's actually got a 17% on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. Well deserved. So the world tells me, yeah, I, I got to be guilty of this pleasure. Uh now this comic today Came out in 1999 I thought it was way Longer ago But it's just 99 That came yeah. out We're just gonna be doing The first three issues Do you know when the movie Came out? 2003
0: Wow It was only a comic For like four years or a, That means If they started making it In 2001 It was barely out When they, they're like Hey let's make a movie Out of this
1: Yeah yeah. And I mean I, the, I think the comic Deserves a movie I think it's pretty well made yeah. It's It's got a lot of attention When it first came out Right mm-hmm. uh, Interesting idea It's the most Popular superhero league (laughs) 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 it absolutely is (laughs) uh we're just going to be doing the first half of the first volume. But this was good enough where it's got like multiple stories in it. Like yeah, it, we're just doing uh, the first one. There's the second uh, Black Dossier comic. There's the third volume that's, I think it's called Century. The, fir- the fourth volume is Tempest. And have you gone into all those? No, no. I, 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 I would say the comic, it's not something, <laughs> the quality thing of the comic, uh, I'm not. Dug it's deep not deep bad deep. enough for you to like it. <laughs> I can't be guilty for this, this thing yet. Yeah, I love the comic. It's very good and there's nothing like the movie. (laughs) I think there's some charm To the movie Just It seems low budget Even though I don't think it was No I think it, it looks expensive I think it lost A lot of money It got no <laughs> Box office But uh, There's just something about it I like The thing is like They had a good template Exactly Absolutely Yeah, <laughs> they had a very good template I think they had to Water it down In a lot of ways um, I know why The movie Is bad You do know? Yeah Okay uh, Well let me get your opinions Afterwards okay, though Alright Yeah um there's even a, a a spin-off with one of the characters Nemo he had like a trilogy just for his oh, character so cool. it's like it kept going on right Yeah um now the movie it did not get a lot of praise from the main from the writer of this comic Alan Moore uh and yeah
0: I mean they ruined his comic book, kind of He
1: he can't get any luck with the movies like Watchmen I think is a pretty good movie Yeah I think it's a pretty good movie He hates it cuz he just like I don't know if he's like, I didn't, I never let you guys, I'd never want you guys to make movies out of my comics.
0: I'm pretty sure no matter what, he's just going to hate movies about his comics.
1: I think so too. But I mean, he has the right to be peeved, but I also I think he might not have the right to get paid for it for the movie, whatever, right? That's not, not contractually how it goes. For this movie, he has every right to be mad. <laughs> Then there is like a, a Hulu movie coming out and, I think it's like, a series. It's a series. I think it's a show, yeah. Uh I'm kind of excited for it. Yeah, and I think it'll be better. You can kind of only go up. Yeah. Yeah. Because honestly, like, just do the book and it's it'll be great. Yeah. Do a, piece, a scene by scene. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, but well, Alan Moore, what can we say? He's like possibly the greatest of all time, right? We've said it before. I think you like him a whole lot more than me. Really? Well, he's more uh, a writer. Writer. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. He
0: is. I mean, I love his stuff.
1: Yeah. I think it's more and more heady, the stuff he does, right? Yeah. Swamp Thing, Miracle Man, V for Vendetta. He... He hates the fact that his moves were made. Do you think he hates the actors in them? No, I, I doubt it. If he ever met Natalie Portman, he's like, no, oh, get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> no, because honestly, like, V for Vendetta is probably the
0: best one of his... Yeah of his stories turned into movies. Yeah. So, like, that one, I would feel like, man, you should just like this movie. Yeah.
1: I, I don't know what it is about it. He's just like, this is my vision. Don't mm-hmm. don't break from it at all. Yeah. What's kind of cool is this is also under America's Best Comics. Oh, really? Now, that is Alan Moore's imprint, like, his branding, his brand mm. that he was- in- <laughs> he thinks highly of himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, he had was in charge of it. Like, it's not just his- uh, comics like other artists and writers too that was underneath jim lee's Wildstorm, right oh really yeah okay. so it was under image but then that got sold to dc yeah and that was Eddie after he vowed never to work like, with dc again yeah. <laughs> so there's a whole mess there jim lee didn't know about at the time and so it kind of fit in there and uh i I don't know how it went down after that but he was like i'll I'll grit my teeth and keep working with you guys up to a point and like i'm out of here Mm -hmm. he finished his stories and was like i'm out of here now the artist today is kevin o'neill um just another british guy that's worked on maybe lesser known but i think instrumental comics in the past um, This comic okay. called Nemesis the Warlock You ever heard of that one? Probably not
0: I know a comic book name called Nemesis But I bet it's a different one It has nothing
1: to do with that Yeah. Okay, alright, go ahead uh, Martial Law That was like a parody of like Batman And like the just Really? The, like the, the The
0: Nemesis book I'm thinking about Is a parody of yeah. Batman Yeah <laughs>
1: no 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 this is something else like of the like not just Batman but of like this superhero like whole general thing Mm. it's a parody of that like restrictive whatever ultra justice character
0: that's very overdone now I think
1: I think so but it was more of an indie book back in the day Um, a fun story about the pair of them working together they worked on Green Lantern in the past yeah And they submitted a comic to the uh, Comics Code Authority, and it got refused. Oh, Um, like they're not gonna put their stamp on it. Why so? They didn't really, well, initially DC thought like, oh, was it, there's a scene where there's a crucifixion happens in the book. Okay. And the the code authority was like, no, that's not actually it. We just find Kevin O'Neill's artwork objectable. What? (laughs) So that's like a story that happened. And, um, it, it actually, that story became like instrumental for the, um, uh, the Blackest Night storyline that comes later. So it's like uh related to that down the road. Actually, wow, okay. a specific story. Yeah. Now this book today, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, has a lot of influences. Like it's heavily influenced by the novels of British past. Yes. Right. Like just like the old timey uh, Victorian era like comics. Right. Retro stuff. We're mm-hmm. gonna I'm, we'll go into it as we get into the characters of the book. But also, I didn't know this. It was inspired by a movie called League of Gentlemen, which was, yeah, it was like a 1960s movie of just like characters that come together. And that's like, Alan Moore's like, I'll do that with Victorian era novel literature characters. I wonder if that movie is any good. (laughs) I don't know. It seems like a Ocean's Eleven type movie, I think. Okay. This is kind of like that. Kind of like that. Just a team forming together of random misfits, right? All right. So that's kind of the intro of the whole book. Think of these characters as like Victorian era characters that are very curt or whatever, and they are also the main characters of popular books from the past in, the, in British literature. Um, we start off at this uh, near this port of, of London, right? Mm-hmm. It's like late eighteen hundreds, eighteen ninety eight or something like that. Turn of the century,
0: right? Yeah, Just pre- before, oh, pretty much nineteen hundred.
1: I like the stylism here, like uh, of the the dock or the the port. There's a bridge over overhead, and there's like statues all over it. Like it's just everything's to the extreme. The grand statue of this lion on this this bridge. Uh, it gives you this London vibe to everything. Like everything's a, a, a seafaring town too, right?
0: Right. Do you remember um, the Robert Downey Sherlock Holmes movie?
1: Yeah, it looks like that. It does look like that. Like. Uh, I think they just figured out, like, industrialism. Yeah. So there's a lot of pollution everywhere. It gives you that vibe of London, of of, of uh, England, I should say. Mm-hmm. We're meeting this character called uh, Capion Bond. And <laughs> think of him as um, uh, a guy that works for the governments of, of like, the state of England, yeah. right? And he is recruiting this character called Wilhelmina Murray. Yes. And uh, we would know this character, Wilhelmina Murray, as... Uh, In the novels She was the wife Of a monster hunter Mm -hmm. Who hunted Dracula Yeah So that's how we How we know this character Okay Okay And so She is signing up To be on this Like recruitment team With Mr. Bond uh, they're talking about even his uh, higher up, this character called Mr. M. Right. And Wilhelmine is like, oh, that's obviously this character called Mycroft Holmes. Yes.
0: This is Sherlock Holmes' older brother.
1: Yes. Yes. So it's all internet connected with all these old <laughs> characters, right?
0: At this point, you know what's funny is they're forming this team. Mm-hmm. And it's like right after the death of Sherlock Holmes.
1: Yeah. So I would say like he's the most popular yeah. of the old novels.
0: 'Cause I think what it is is like you wouldn't need to form
1: this team if Sherlock Holmes is alive. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we need to get the the best of the best of the homeland of England to yeah. to take on this this challenge. And he, Mr. Bond will not release what the whole mission is or who his boss is. We have to just form this team and figure it out as we go on. And so Wilhelmina I mean, takes the job.
0: Right. He's sending her off to like recruit more of these team members that he has
1: handpicked. We're off to Cairo. And it is the like bustling, but also like the like the dens of Cairo, right? Like the yeah. opium dens, like kind of uh drugged CD, out seat, very over the shadow characters and so wilhelmina shouldn't really be in it here she's like this proper prim victorian woman right right and she's like in the underground um like drug den of cairo really shouldn't be here and she's there to find this character called alan quatermain <laughs> in the movie this guy's played by sean connery uh, okay and in the books in the old books he's think of him as like the victorian era james bond like he's like for the his country he'll go and be the secret agent and whatever it will do like mission character right yeah but he, in the book in, in this, this comic book, book yeah <laughs> he's a drug addict yeah <laughs> like he's like
0: this old guy raggedy hair grown out beard grown out druggy.
1: yes Wilhelmina cannot comprehend what she's seeing now like this uh over the hill character that's Just wants to be left alone, really. And what's cool here is also there have been novels in the world about Alan Quarterman like he's a true hero of England. But now we're seeing like this druggie on the ground. It's
0: like I mean I'm gonna equate this to what everyone knows, the Avengers. Okay. I feel like this is like Black Widow being sent by Nick Fury to recruit Captain America.
1: (laughs) Yeah, in a way. If Captain America was like run down, right? If he was a drug. (laughs) and again this is a seedy place when he she's with him out of nowhere some uh some shadowy figures come from behind and try to attack Wilhelmina, like yeah have their way with her right like it's very
0: not hiding what they're doing like they throw her down and they pull her skirt up yeah and like the artwork is very serious in this moment
1: yes um even in his drugged out state Alan Quartermain pulls out a gun and just immediately like fires on the guys and takes them out. So even like he's like about to be knocked out because he's so drugged out, mm. he he's able to be a hero here.
0: Yeah, he he's like can barely lift up the gun because he's like so out of his mind right now.
1: Wilhelm is like, okay, uh, it's obviously you're in a state right now, but I'm just going to have to drag you out of here and bring you back to the port where I need you.
0: Yeah, so she's like literally almost like carrying him out of this really crappy place. But as they're escaping, like, the other people are, like, like chasing them now. And they have, like, swords drawn because
1: it is Cairo. <laughs> yeah. They, they just killed some people, right? So yeah. they did something bad and they're being chased down. They get to the docks of Cairo and they're like, oh, I thought our ride was going to be here, but he's not here yet. Yeah. There's nowhere to be seen when out of nowhere, this gigantic submarine, like huge, impossibly yeah. gigantic submarine comes out of the water. And it's also shaped like this squid, like a giant, <laughs> like a giant squid. squid. Pretty awesome. This is the Nautilus. It's funny
0: because Quartermain's looking at it he's like, is this real or is this the drugs? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Coming out of there is this character called Captain Nemo. And he's famous from uh, Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, I believe. Is it 10,000 Leagues Under the 10,000 Sea? 10,000 Leagues. Yeah, it's yeah. more. Yeah. <laughs> and he's this famous pirate character that's uh, well-known. In-
0: it's from 10,000 Leagues of Extraordinary Gentlemen.
1: There you go. <laughs> Uh, he is an Indian character, but he's like decked out in like it, almost like a naval admiral garb, right? Right. But he's he's a pirate also. Yeah. He's
0: funny because he shoots these guys that are chasing them with like this harpoon, but it's ridiculously big. Like it's like a cannon harpoon that he's yeah. holding.
1: <laughs> One little shot and he can take out like ten guys. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and so uh, they recruited another character, but. Like, is this the famous agent of England that we, we've come to know and love, but he's just kind of going into withdrawals right now, like right. fading and like, I can't hear you even. What's happening is he's detoxing. Yeah.
0: So he's like almost sick. He's like shivering. So they have to like wait it out for him to like even like be conscious again.
1: And they're just waiting it out aboard the gigantic Nautilus. I love this in the in the movie. It was so <laughs> bad it was kinda of like badly CG'd. Yeah. And I was like, dang, that looks big. That's cool. <laughs> uh, man. and And so they are Just talking about The next character That they're gonna Go on recruit There's three of them now There's more to recruit This character is a, A famous doctor Right That they believe Is somewhere in Paris
0: Right So off to France and they meet up with this. Um, I think he's like a retired detective. detective. Yeah. That they're supposed to like, he's supposed to be like their coordinator or liaison there in France. But this guy seems
1: really grumpy and upset that he's pulled out of retirement. Yeah. He's like, okay, I have to help bond for this uh, with these. Uh, vagrants like he hates Quartermain he hates Nemo yeah. like very well this character is Dupin and he is in the Edgar Allan Poe books yes yeah um, and so they are gonna go into like again like the back alleys of Paris right and what they hear is this monster has been attacking the prostitutes of Paris right and so they they have a feeling that it has a connection to the doctor right that they're looking for so they're going to have Wilhelm Wilhelmina play uh, bait and dressed up this, as a prostitute.
0: They set up this plan where they're like in an alley and um, Dupin will be on one end, Quartermain will be at the other, and then Wilhelmina dressed as a prostitute will be in the middle. So that way they cover both ends of the alley and they can see if someone comes
1: and takes the bait. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> They do the plan, but Quartermain gets distracted and he sees the pharmacy. Back then, pharmacy is where you get drugs. Like you get like alcohol. Yeah. That's the name of it, right? So he goes in there, comes back out. He's gone for like
0: a minute to get something to drink. And in that minute, Wilhelmina has been taken. She's gone.
1: Yes. They get a word of uh, a couple going down the road. So they go searching for them in the apartments. They're like okay, where is this monster that's taking her? They're like, what apartment? And then like a chair comes out of a window. Right. Like that's where we have to go. They get up there
0: when they see Wilhelmina, she's kind of like um, bleeding from her mouth a little bit. Yeah. And she's saying like, oh, it was the doctor, right? I found him, but then he disappeared
1: and there's something else in there now. Breaking out of the room is this gigantic hulking like, hulk basically it's a copy of the hulk but he's like a gorilla almost gigantic character wearing like a suit but ripped up because he's so gigantic right yeah he's like 10 feet tall uh this is uh obviously dr jekyll and mr hyde the one in the same yeah the famous old character and i i love his portrayal here of of uh, uh mr hyde because he's like angry and like uh, angry all the time and mad but he's also still like uh, English gentleman yeah he's <laughs> still like a he's just like a dumb British guy yeah. uh, I'll break your neck in two or whatever it's like it's still British in those terms he uses but it's it, he's angry right He's he's not just this gorilla growling like the Hulk
0: um, Dubin takes his pistol out and fires it at like this face yeah. of of um, Mr. Hyde, and like half of his ear is like blown off and like chunks of his face is shot up, and but it really doesn't hurt him. It just makes him more
1: angry. Yes, he's uh, barking at him some more. He, he, <laughs> this character is so bad. He's like. Uh, he calls, <laughs> believe me a whore? <laughs> yeah, she's dressed as rusty. Um, and Quartermain's on the ground, like, knocked out. But he comes to, grabs the gun, shoots him again, and takes poison that he has and tosses it into Hyde's mouth and, like, crushes it, right? So that he has to chow down on that. And he then faints backwards through a window, down many stories out the window.
0: So he's, like, unconscious now, but he's still, like... Huge, Yeah. So they have to figure out how we're going to get this giant body to the docks. So they actually like find a cart. It's almost like a, a cart they would use for the market or whatever. Yeah. Like a big bear a wheelbarrow almost. And they wheel him over there. And that's when they find the um, Nemo's submarine again. And they have to like get him
1: in there. They just uh, take up their captive and bound him up. Um, he now has transformed back as to uh, Dr. Jekyll, right? <laughs> Regular person. And uh, remember, his ear was blown off. And, and right. <laughs> this is a funny scene of him like touching his ear like, like What happened to my ear? <laughs> this, uh, so this character is a more mild-mannered guy. He's not this monster. He, he's kind of a meek character, honestly. This scene and like, I think like the comedy of this uh, book yeah. makes me think maybe Wes Anderson can direct a good League of Extraordinary Gentlemen movie. His I think he's an American, but it has like a European style to everything. I could see like the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. It's like Royal Bombs, I think. Yeah, but it's too comedy. I think it, it could work. Okay. I like it. Right. I like it. All right. And he's he likes this aesthetic too. Yeah. Right. That's what I see. Um, now they're on to their next recruitment. Bond gives them the 411. Ah, uh, still denying that Mycroft Holmes is their uh, employer, right? And so they state they have to find there's a story going on at this uh, girls' school, yeah, right? like all girls school, like a, a like charter school, the school, yeah boarding school boarding school, right. Um, what happened was three cases of Immaculate Conception. Yes. <laughs> so three girls at the school became pregnant out of nowhere. like they they say they're virgins and but they are having babies. And they get to the school and this school
0: is uh, provocative. <laughs> like they're, they're building a shape like a hand spanking a
1: butt. Yeah. This <laughs> For is a- all girls school. <laughs> it's weird the so what they're playing around with here is the main headmistress, Miss Coots, yeah, was also a old uh, book character, novel character, mm-hmm. and she played a dominatrix.
0: Exactly. From back in the day. <laughs> but now she runs a school for girls. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Very weird idea. Um, and so their methods for uh, punishment at the school are like smacking them with a ruler, right? It's mm-hmm. innuendos in a way throughout the whole thing. Now, what's going on is. Uh, they're also having directions uh, decorations going on right? Yeah. Like revamp of the school, painting the walls and things like that so it's kind of hectic there right now um, they meet one of the girls that becomes pregnant and she's like actually happy about it like um, uh, originally I was scared of this going on but uh, you know at the end of the day I'm gonna be having a baby things like that right the three of them pose as um, kind of like a family yeah like the Quartermain is playing the dad of a possible girl that will go to school mm-hmm. Wilhelmine is the mom and then Nemo <laughs> plays their manservant yeah and he hates this I, I would hate it too if you like he's the
0: captain of yeah. this great submarine and he
1: is pretty much playing their butler. Playing some lowly character, right? Like he has to carry their luggage in. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Some of this could be problematic, like other stuff in the book too. Mm -hmm. I think it's uh, being true to the era though, definitely.
0: (laughs) And then it's the middle of the night now and they hear like screams, right? From the girls' like bedrooms.
1: So they run over there and it looks like one girl is almost like floating. Uh, Is it a ghost? Is it the Holy Spirit that some people think it is? Uh, and so she's like screaming out loud something's got me and they can't tell what it is main just goes close to the ground tries to attack whatever is attacking her yeah like a bear hug right and he's like uh, it feels like naked flesh or something <laughs> <laughs> pulls whatever that is off of her and tosses him out the door but st- now they're like okay where did it go how do they find this thing yeah Wilhelmina takes one of the paint cans that was there and tosses it on this thing and yeah. it's revealed to be a person now
0: you can see him like he's covered in paint and it is just an invisible man an invisible
1: man right <laughs> (laughs) like the (laughs) but i've actually read that book before okay it was better in the movie (laughs) it's very it feels very old
0: have you seen like um a twist of that called the hollow man
1: i have seen that movie with kevin bacon yeah that's not a good movie i felt like it i actually thought it was okay movie but it was kind of too messed up
0: (laughs) they try to explain this thing like through science
1: yeah it was weird (laughs) I heard the new Invisible Man movie is, like, great, though. Have you heard of that one starring... Um, Elizabeth-, Elizabeth Moss? Yeah. i never seen that one. Yeah. I heard it's great, though. Was he good in the G- Extraordinary Gentleman movie? He was fun. He was, like... Uh he everyone else is very um fancy and all that he's like the low-life guy like the just after like like he's like a thief whatever he's uh
0: in the movie did he rape three women he
1: (laughs) slightly different okay because he does in this book you're right there's a lot there's too many changes (laughs) um and so they have like their crew now right (laughs) They recruited this guy, this rapist, <laughs> the invisible man. They're, what their deal is, they've got him also a captive, and <laughs> hes it's like special talent being invisible, if you think about it. <laughs> what they, They're going to pardon him if they help out in this whole endeavor of whatever the mission is. Right. And so... Um, they they all have the whole crew together now, and they're trying to finally receive the mission from Mr. Bond right now. What happened was England actually has plans to go to the moon. Right. It's it's again. It's like 1899. So like we're gonna go to the moon then. <laughs> Like they, they don't even have planes yet, right? Exactly. <laughs> what happened was one of their scientists invented this thing called a cavorite. Yeah, which basically is anti gravity, right? Like it could just mm-hmm. float into whatever. It's it's this technology that will. Um, cause space flight if should we need it, right? It's this magical thing or great science thing that's fantastical, but it's been stolen. It's been taken away by this, uh, what they call a man of the Orient, right? <laughs> <laughs> they, they call it this other doctor, the, this devil doctor. Yeah. Um, uh, and he's of Chinese descent. Right. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I think this book portrays the Chinese kind of badly, but it's, you know, it's how the English saw the Chinese at the time. <laughs> but is it how Alan Moore saw it? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... What their plans are is to go to, I, I guess again, like the like seedier Chinatown. Mm-hmm. They call it Down East Limehouse, right? And it's like it's like a shanty town, right, where. Um, the the Chinese kind of made a home for themselves, but it's, ve- again, like very uh, underground, like um, black market dealings here right. the, where you get the drugs, right? Um, and so the whole crew is on board as they make their way to Limehouse. I also like this little quick scene we get of... Our new invisible man, Yeah, he applies white grease paint to his face so that people see him.
0: Yeah, because he's going to wear like a suit and tie and all that, but you still can't see his skin. So he has to put on like like paint almost like makeup or something, but he's all like white, like opaque white.
1: It's not believable skin no. <laughs> color, but he's just going to be lying and say he's albino, right? He looks like a ghost. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that was a cool twist on the whole bandage thing. This makes more practical sense. Mm-hmm. And at the, I remember I saw a featurette about this character in the movie and how they did the whole white paint scene. Yeah. And I think he was painted blue and then painted white. The white was all CG'd in. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he was never actually painting his face like in real Ooh. life it's just that white was painted in
0: it's um it's uh what do you call it taboo to paint your face now that's why
1: <laughs> this white guy painting <laughs> his face white <laughs> you walk is it okay to paint your face blue first is that the, how's the rules only if you're uh, three of you <laughs> Uh, Okay, so kind of, uh, we go to this uh, Chinatown, right? And it's bustling. People are all eyeing, like, who are all these white people getting off that gigantic squid? (laughs) Who's that really white guy? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so the Invisible Man and Wilhelmina, they go alone to this character called Quan Long. Yeah. And he's just like a shop owner, right? right? Like he he has like f- fine teas there, like powders. And they're trying to ask about this character, the devil doctor.
0: Yeah. Trying to get some information.
1: Yeah. Um, but kind of no uh, answers really. They all they hear is this kind of parable that this character Quan Long says, The waters lap beneath the heavenly bridge. The dragon sleeps below the waters. What the heck does that mean? And the Invisible Man is like instantly annoyed. Like, just tell me. Yeah. <laughs> While uh, Quartermain and Dr. Jekyll, they go to um, this bar looking for this character called Shanghai Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not his real name, believe it or not. But he's- His name's not Charlie? No. <laughs> he, he owns this bar and they're asking about... Uh, this other character that has a relation to the devil doctor called Ho Ling, right? Right. And they're like, oh yeah, I'm looking for my friend Ho Ling. The bartender, uh, Mr. Shanghai Charlie says, um, oh, your friend Ho Ling is being tortured right now. As they, they open the back door and they get a little glimpse of uh, this character tattooing him, tattooing Ho Ling.
0: Yeah, but he's like, it's almost like burning him.
1: Yeah. It's like um branding him almost. Branding him. And Ho Ling seems to be like a fat dude, like Asian guy, like strung up. <laughs> but they're tattooing him, his, his belly. And they get a look at this tattooer and instantly they think oh that's that's a guy to look out for because he's got uh green eyes that look like they belong to a lizard
0: right they're like um the squinty uh not round pupils like the slit
1: pupils very strange yeah just a quick glimpse of him as the door opens right not not a full introduction to him he's got the whole fu manchu vibe with the the mustache long hair and instantly quarter like Oh my god, that's that's him, right? Right. And as they uh as Quartermain walks away, Charlie, he's like, "You, you just lied to me right now, right? You're actually looking for some opium because I could tell you're opium drunkie." Right. Yeah. And they're like, "We don't like liars here, right?" And he threatens them instantly. Um Quartermain gets like, "Oh, he he just lies about it." He's like, "Yes, yes, I'm sorry. I was" trying not to lie to you but uh, I, I'm just a, a druggie at the end of the day this whole like scenario has got Dr. Jekyll so like scared yeah he's like sweating sweating bullets cause he's thinking these guys are gonna kill us right now I, remember this This character is the meek one like quiet like, right? really like subservient and he's like sweating he's worried that he's gonna transform into Mr. Hyde
0: yeah it's the way he's drawn here is like he's really trying to hold it in and it's some of the best like drawing of that you can see
1: because he's, it's like one scene he's like really like gritting his teeth. The next yeah. one his like eyes are like rolling in the back of his head. <laughs> his face is slowly like almost transforming into hide. Right. Yeah. I have to say from the movie this character had maybe like the best Hulk transformation in the movie. I think wasn't it just like a puff of smoke almost? No. Well, there was smoke involved. sure. But it was I think it was all practical because. Oh really? Yeah, because he was. Uh, first it was just him, right? Yeah, and then they would have like a shaky shot in the middle of him halfway transformed into the gigantic one, Uh and it's just him like looking like kind of deformed. Yeah, and then he slowly goes like again into the this big character yeah and he was the best part of the movie just his look within, and mannerisms
0: was he wearing like a suit yeah like he was like in fake legs and fake arms and stuff like that
1: yeah yeah okay yeah I remember that the funny thing too is it doesn't make sense but he has a gigantic top hat <laughs> where does that come from and I don't know all his clothes I think are the same size yeah <laughs> Huh? So, again, these two are like walking off with no real answers, right? They they just see this guy they, they think now it was a devil doctor, right? Right. And and the little note from the parable has Wilhelmina and uh, the invisible man curious the the dragon underneath the bridge. And they notice there is a bridge near the docks there, where, where the the Chinatown is, right? Right. And they realize below the bridge is a tunnel. And so there's some indication that tunnel is gonna be useful, right? Mm-hmm. The team back on the Nautilus is like throwing around ideas, right? They're even saying like, why is there a tunnel and a bridge? Yeah.
0: Because, like, why do they build a whole new bridge when there's a fine working tunnel under there?
1: Yes. They're thinking about this character that they saw, this devil doctor. He seems to be, like, running the place, right? He's, like, rich. Like, it seems like that's actually his bar. It's not Charlie's. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're thinking, uh, they, they're looking at the map of the city, and it looks like that tunnel runs to the uh, the bar underneath it. Like, they believe someone built a bar on top of the entrance to that tunnel. Yeah, it's like a secret yeah. entrance. Yeah, little secret there. Why Why the heck would someone do that? Um, they're breaking around ideas. Like, why would anyone need the cavern for even, like... Like the, this, this technology of anti-gravity. Yeah, why would someone steal that? Nemo's was like, oh, "Are you stupid? Uh, someone can use that against the state of England. They can just build this airships, like helicarriers from Marvel, right. and just like bomb us or whatever. Like, and it's like almost like infinite." Uh, fuel, right? It's not like a plane, right? Yeah. I, I don't even think they had planes yet. So <laughs> that's like ultimate technology that they can use. To Super advanced. Absolutely. And if they're going to build this gigantic big ship that's going to float in the sky, are you just going to do it out in public? Yeah. You have to hide it somewhere. Somewhere. Like maybe a tunnel? Yeah. <laughs> so now they're planning to like, let's go sneak into that tunnel. Yeah. So they, they sneak in through a side entrance. Uh, well, actually, their plan is to go through the bar, right? They yeah. need to figure out how to get to the entrance through the bar. Yeah. And so uh, Quatermain and Wilhelmina play as the kind of beggars that are trying to get just a, a bed at this bar, because it's like, back then, like beggars on the street would request a room, just a bed to stay at for the night.
0: Yeah. It's like um, saloons.
1: Exactly. Right. <laughs> just a just bed to sleep in. And so they, they play it kind of like that, right? Um they're they're lying, they're they even like talking like think cockney. Yeah. Like like a different English than their English. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, governor. Maybe sleep in your room. <laughs> Maybe sweep your chimney. Yeah. <laughs> um th- the Chinese guy that's letting him in the door is like, okay, but you you can't be a couple in here, basically. You can't, yeah. you know, sleep in separate beds and all these rules and so yeah they're they're allowed to go inside there except for the the invisible man he's still invisible and he tries (laughs) to sneak in like he crouches down to get in the door and the chase guys, what was that a gust of wind (laughs) and so they they make their way into through the this like bar like the back entrance of the bar now right and um through that way they find the entrance to the tunnel and it's just pitch black all they have are candle lit things uh, going through uh, this little tunnel. And Quartermain instantly sees this like, it's amazing to him. He sees like an aquarium almost window that runs below the like London River. Yeah. And he's like, oh my God, that's amazing. I can't believe what I'm looking at right now. Like This wasn't a thing. Like This technology of a aquarium wasn't, didn't exist, I think. Yeah, it's like super advanced. And then Wilhelm is like, well, Quartermain, I've, let's talk about Unbelievable because What we see now is this gigantic, basically like a warship that's just, but like like an aerial warship, right? Like something out of Final Fantasy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it is. Right? Like a flying ship.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Just like
0: they didn't have planes yet, so they built it to look like a ship, but their intention is to make it fly.
1: Absolutely, right. It has
0: like cannons everywhere and they're like oh my god like everything
1: is happening for real yeah they they mean war right now right there's a lot of chinese guys just building this gigantic mm. it looks like a submarine but it looks like it's going to fly right
0: and it has like steam coming out and they have painted it like a dragon so they're saying like the dragon under the bridge this I is it
1: sh- i see <laughs> this is straight up like nick fury type like weaponry like i'm gonna build something big to yeah to save the world but this i think they're plotting something worse some uh a big war against the state of england right
0: it is fancy though because like in the
1: cockpit you see at the top it has curtains very fancy <laughs> <laughs> well you, you know it's a big ship you're gonna be under a while yeah right, make it sometimes make it you can block the sun yeah. you're gonna go up pretty high <laughs> Uh, So that's the unbelievable thing we're going to leave on today, right? Uh, This is like a lot of the stuff I like in the movies I like in this comic. Okay. Everything's gigantic. Everything's big, (laughs) ridiculous. I don't know why I like the Victorian aesthetic. It came – I've come to like it in random movies a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. This. Uh, Van Helsing is also a Not a great movie That I kind of like oh, No it's not a great movie I almost like The bad movies more Of this air Of this like look The thing
0: is like You say you like Victorian stuff And things of that time Yeah But you only like The bad movies
1: And then yeah. the good
0: movies You don't even watch them Like have you seen Little Women
1: No <laughs> See <laughs> Yeah There's like movies That I think are better Or even shows Have that... you seen
0: Pride and Prejudice
1: No <laughs> Those are like good movies no. And you don't want To watch them You only watch The bad movies <laughs> Do they have vampires? <laughs> it's it's just this like specific niche that I really enjoy for okay. some. it's so cool, to bad me. movies. Yeah, I'm guilty about liking these movies. It's so <sighs> I know why the movie is bad. Yeah. Oh it's, yeah, let's hear it. It's the same
0: reason any movie is bad that's based off something Is they make a brand new character as their main character. Right. And I was
1: like, well, that's bad. Right. You're talking about uh,
0: Tom Sawyer. They include Tom Sawyer in it, who's not in the books. And they kind of make him the focus or like the point of view for the audience. And uh, it's not good. It hinders the movie. Same thing with Mortal Kombat.
1: (laughs) I'll have to agree with you there you know what they're doing though right is they're trying to make a British thing for American audiences which just don't that's not the point of the whole thing it's very British Yeah, it kind of warps what it's trying to be Mm -hmm. Um, do you know why Sean Connery signed up for that movie Um, because he didn't get Gandalf Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was offered that role, but he was like, I'm going to turn it down. I don't, I don't get this fanciful stuff. And then it became huge. And then he took the next thing. Yeah, the next like sci-fi fantasy thing. Which was this League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Great decisions. I, I agree. It was so good because <laughs> I liked the movie. <laughs> um, they, there's some other stuff that I, I think there are characters that will show up later, like Dorian Gray. Mm. I didn't know that they also have these side characters that just pop in here and there. Like um, like Dupin He just shows up For yeah. a quick scene I think there's a, a Ishmael From Moby Dick Shows okay, up yeah. Later on Just a quick thing And then there's The characters that Are deep dives That are just like Oh really? Yeah like You know what Penny Dreadfuls are? I know the the show. Yeah, but I think they're like small little stories that were like cheap, just throwaway things that they okay. sold, and so they're not famous. But, but they put them in here. They put them in here. Oh, huh, cool. Yeah. So whatever they could throw in here, I I liked it. Um, yeah, it's a bit problematic at some points. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I didn't realize that. I I didn't know they changed the movie so much. Because I think they also, I like think the main characters like their intentions changed. They should have kept him as a rapist, the Invisible Man. <laughs> well, he in the movie he turns on the team, and what's worse, <laughs> all right. Um, this this mo- uh, I think the the comic I need to finish. I, I've only read what we read for the show. Okay, but uh, uh, I'm gonna give it a full try. I the
0: think. series
1: that comes out, I'm I'm
0: kind of excited for that because I do like the book a lot. And like you said, it can only be better than, yeah. than
1: the movie. So yeah. I'm excited for it. Um, I have no idea what the vibe they're going to go with. Are they going to go with this dreary? I hope they like, go with foggy, kind look? of, kind of a little scary. I
0: hope they go with that because then, like things like Mister Hyde is scary. Things like yeah. The Invisible Man is scary. So That's I hope true.
1: they lean into that. They, I think the world just expands on this kind of era of of books of novels. Mm. Yeah, and there's a. I don't know. I was thinking about something else. I was thinking about a extra credit, a, ex, a deleted scene, uh-huh. but it was from Van Helsing. There was <laughs> Doctor Jekyll and His Hyde shows up in that as a deleted scene. As a deleted scene. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's all connected. I like that.
0: <laughs> who Who do you think should play Quartermain?
1: Quartermain. Um, no, I have an
0: idea, but I want to hear what you
1: think. We he just came up earlier. I think Pierce Brosnan might work. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, he's kind of like the old. Well, in the time, he's like an old. Characters like their white hair and everything, yeah. but like a James Bond. Well, I was thinking because he's a drug addict,
0: right? Yeah. I was thinking like Hugh Laurie.
1: Hugh, oh Hugh Laurie, maybe
0: because he played a drug addict in House.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. He seems more of a like a smart guy though, right? Well, the House character Quartermain is like this just like pristine soldier that yeah. knows how to do what he's doing. I, I think it could work though. He yeah. could stretch. I haven't seen him in a lot of stuff recently.
0: Yeah. Well, regardless, I think um this just.
1: Enforces the fact that Alan Moore is a great writer. I might have to rewatch the movie now. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. That was League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Let's get into side stories.
0: Your side stories next week is going to be watching League of Extraordinary... I know it. Okay. All right, sure. All right. There's two things... You love that I know about it's Adam Sandler movies and basketball.
1: <laughs> what is that? Actually I I like the first half of the Adam Sandler movies that have been made like those right. are good. I
0: watched the Netflix movie um it's called Hustle?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like one of the funniest Adam Sandler
1: movies I've seen in a while. Really? It's funny? No, it's not. It's oh. the funniest. What <laughs> what does that mean? Like it uh, 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 means his movies have been bad lately. It's, it, and it's va- oh, is, it, is this bad too in a funny way? Is no, that what you're saying? No. I'm oh. saying
0: his comedies are bad that yeah. this non-comedy is funnier
1: I see alright
0: okay <laughs> uh, is it a great basketball movie no it's not the best basketball movie I've ever seen and
1: what's the best basketball movie best basketball
0: ever- movie I've ever seen like Mike obviously <laughs> no um there's like above the rim which is don't know that one um uh, white man can't jump probably the best one
1: here are the movies i know there's like hoop dreams right okay tell me what happens in hoop dreams they play basketball <laughs> okay <laughs> what else do you know they win a championship what other movies do you know basketball movie he got game that's okay it's... isn't that a basketball movie i just know but i've never seen it yeah yeah okay it's... um there's that uh coach carter okay um miracle no <laughs> uh remember the titans i don't know yeah. I, I, I lost it
0: white man can't just probably the best one
1: yeah but it's
0: quince <laughs> there's space jam all right there's um some even there's air Bud. Space jam two. <laughs> space jam 2 um blue
1: chips Do you know blue chips that's, no it's about college basketball oh okay uh, there's the LeBron documentary. Yeah, that's actually I really like that movie. It's
0: called Space Jam Legacy.
1: Right, right.
0: Uh, and then um, this movie Hustle is I like what I like about it is the realism of the things besides the unrealistic things. Wow. So the that's... there's parts of it that are very unrealistic. Like, like, come on, that wouldn't really happen. Bugs Bunny? No. Like like the 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 idea is he finds this guy that is a great basketball player and he tries to recruit him yeah. that no one's ever heard of. That's unrealistic. But the other things that are realistic are I think pretty good. As far as like what it takes to get drafted, the combine, how front offices view players, those things I think are pretty realistic, oh. in my opinion. I don't know. I'm not never. I've never been
1: scouted to be in the NBA. You're just saying your best guess. It seems realistic. Yeah, it does. All right.
0: Um, but the main thing is this guy works as a scout, Adam Sandler.
1: Yeah, going to look for new players to yeah to recruit to for them to sign up.
0: The um, new owner of the team doesn't like him and he's pretty much like hey you better you have one chance to find us a great player otherwise you're done
1: right yeah oh uncut gems Kevin Garnett's in that that's one movie <sighs> okay <laughs> Um. then he goes off to Spain
0: he doesn't want to be a recruiter anymore oh, he wants to quit he wants to be a, an assistant coach oh okay and just switch it up well it's just he's missing his family he's never with his family he's always out of the country okay Uh, And then He's sent off to Spain He goes to Recruit this guy But instead of Checking him out He actually just goes To like A street game Where he finds this Amazing basketball player Just by
1: happenstance Yeah
0: He's like a great Streetball player And then he's like I could get you in the NBA And all this stuff Uh, And then The rest of the movie Is about You know What it takes to get him Good enough To be
1: drafted Just this random guy That actually could Make his career Like save his career Yeah Wow
0: So he's putting all his eggs into this guy's basket.
1: <laughs> that sounds like an innuendo if I've ever heard one. No, basket, basketball. Basketball. Putting his balls in his basket.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, this guy's jumping through hoops to, <laughs> to work
1: out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, That's pretty cool story. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of traveling. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think of more basketball terms. <laughs> Um. Yeah. But uh, is it a great movie? I would say no. It's not great. Oh uh, yeah. If you love basketball, you you'll probably enjoy it. Um. But it's very like boilerplate. Oh. Kind of predictable. I know you could see what's going to
1: happen a mile away. It's going to be a happy ending type of thing. Like you know, it's going to what's Kinda, the turn yeah, struggles you know, here. Yeah.
0: There's going to be a a speed bump. They're like, uh, oh, you found this round guy, the second he? act. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like that. Um, But what I do like is there's a lot of real NBA players and people around the
1: NBA in the movie. Oh, actual players like show up as... As themselves. As themselves. As
0: themselves and as of fictional characters.
1: (laughs) What is... Like current players play fictional characters too? Like some of them? Yeah. Can you explain that? Okay.
0: The main guy is a real NBA player playing a fictional character.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Right. And then there's another guy that's getting drafted that's highly touted. He's going to go number one, right? Yeah. That plays the guy, plays the quote unquote villain. It's not really a villain um, that is in his way, right? And he's like his main rival. I would say his rival. Yeah. And it, that guy is a real NBA player, really popular NBA player, and he's, but he's playing a
1: fictional character. Who are these two guys? Like the actual actors? Um,
0: the main guy, the main star of the movie yeah. is... Juancho Gomez something. I forgot his real name. Juancho, he's, he's not a superstar in the NBA. Let's just, I'll say that. But he is
1: uh, a good player. Is he a superstar in acting? How's his performance there? I believe this guy wanted to be in the NBA because <laughs> he is in the <laughs> NBA. <laughs> It's enough It's serviceable Yeah he
0: he's from Spain So there is like an accent there And kind of like It's not English is not his first language So like that Works for the character
1: It seems organic Yeah Okay
0: And then the other guy That is his rival That everyone knows Is going to be a great NBA player When he gets drafted Is Anthony Edwards But he's playing um, A fictional character
1: Okay yeah Anthony Edwards We know him Yes we do Everyone knows him Yeah
0: He plays for the Team Yeah <laughs> Um, And then there's other NBA players that show up that are playing themselves. And they're called themselves as like, yeah, they are NBA players because like he... He says like, oh, I'm a huge fan of yours and all this stuff. And like, it, it's like there's scenes where he's meeting current players current because players he
1: wants to be like them. He's a, oh, the 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 main guy. I yeah. see. Yeah. Okay. Looks up to them. Yeah.
0: And then there's there's scenes where like, because um, this guy, Adam Sandler's character just shows up and is trying to recruit him. And of course he doesn't believe him. So he has to like call NBA players on his phone and be like, see, like I know real players and I'm trying to show you I'm a real scout.
1: I recruited this guy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's kind of cool.
0: There's one thing I kind of don't like. So there's this um show. Do you know the NBA show with like Shaq and Charles Barkley and um uh, Kenny Smith, I think. I think that then-
1: the, yeah. The name of the show is Five Bald Heads. <laughs> It's only four. Is a well, yeah, yeah.
0: So they're all their characters are in the show on the movie, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. But one of those guys plays a fictional character in the movie, so when they show the show, he's not in there.
1: It's it's the show is called Three Bald
0: Heads, <laughs> is what you're telling me. <laughs> so that's like, could you just get another actor? Yeah, that. So that isn't... way
1: he is in the show as himself. They just got a random. Did he do like an awesome job at acting? Like it has to be this guy to play this character or no
0: but i think uh i think what it does is they got him to play this character which them opened the door for him for them to get the other guys.
1: It sounds a lot like their actor, um, casting director was just a big basketball fan and just yeah, like, it should be. Let's just have you in the movie or whatever. Yeah, it's like, if we can get you, we'll put you in just it. so I can hang out with you. Is yeah. what I'm saying like, I don't care about making a good movie.
0: <laughs> the thing is, like, those guys, uh, Shaq and Charles Barkley, they're in one scene where this guy's in several scenes. Still, it's it is yeah. weird. Uh, and then, um, and then there's scenes in the movie where, like, hey, all these NBA. players are coming. We're going to have a secret game. It's in this like private gym and it's secluded. And, um, we want your guy to show up to like show what he's got. I, I, I know these games really happen. These private games where NBA, real NBA players just show up, so that they can play pickup games and and they're not like in the movie like you have to give up your phone when you go in you can't bring your phone in because they don't want anybody recording this. Oh, and I think that that, that happens.
1: It's a real pickup game.
0: Yeah, like you get random players from teams. It's not like uh, that way superstars can come and play pickup games.
1: And who who says this? Like, is it the like NBA like coaches organizing this or it's no, just no. the players? So it's like we're just it's gonna like see just who's the
0: players better. or like their agents and stuff like that.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense too. Yeah.
0: So is it a good is it a great movie? No. Is it a good movie if you like basketball? Yeah, kind of.
1: I, I would not say that I like basketball. I like the lore of it. All the different backstories that I come to learn in like. What's your favorite <laughs> basketball lore? There was, I got the dream team. <laughs> <laughs> There was a story That I heard That like They have like The backup team Right like the five Other ones that are Could make the team Okay And then they had a game Between like those Bottom five And the top five Because the top five Were so like I'm not even gonna go To practice Like this doesn't matter Like I'm the best In the world right now I don't have to show up And his coach Organized this and organize the top five team to like, like, o- figure it out so that they kind of will lose, okay, intentionally. So they're like angry now, and then they're gonna like get juiced up and like, to I'm actually harder. gonna play hard in the Olympics. <laughs> that that's a good story. Whoever wrote that, like, <laughs> work that into ESPN somehow, and I'll watch. <laughs> Just turn ESPN into K dramas. Yeah, do that. <laughs> Can we get better writers <laughs> for these games? <laughs> Make it like wrestling. <laughs> uh, honestly,
0: like, basketball does have that that level of drama yeah. sometimes.
1: It's kind of fun. Learning about, I obviously learned about, it like, a year or two later. Like, oh, yeah. wow, that's crazy. Never knew that <laughs> happened. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, that's hustle on, on Netflix. Uh,
1: how did Adam good. Sandler do?
0: Uh he is whenever he's acting drama, yeah, I feel like it is the same. So like not bad, not great. He's not gonna win an Oscar for this, but it's not bad acting.
1: I feel like he's a pretty good actor. Like I think it's almost great. Not great, but uh-huh. almost great.
0: I think he can only do one kind of non-comedy acting.
1: No, I don't think so. I've seen have you seen Punch Drunk Glove? Like that, he's like uh, he's like on the spectrum in that role and okay. like, it's a pretty good movie I, mm-hmm. I, i've i watched that multiple times okay actually.
0: Well, well in hustle he's playing a guy that i think is very much just like adam
1: sandler really is he like a, a gambling addict like he's an uncut gem? no
0: no that, that was <laughs> different acting yeah. he has range that
1: was a good range but like this one he's just like a tired guy <laughs> <laughs> that's i think that's organically him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, that's Hustle on Netflix. Uh, we both watched a movie also called Northman. Oh yeah, on Peacock. That movie's pretty great. I think uh it's a Robert Eggers directed movie. Yeah. About this uh young prince and he as a young boy his father gets killed and then he has to go out on his own into the world away from his people and just grows up to seek revenge on the person Mm -hmm. that killed his father right and it's just bubbling up inside him in this viking era where he just goes on a rampage that's his mission going about the world With only one thing is to get revenge, right?
0: This is Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. This is like the biggest I've ever seen him.
1: Buff-wise. Yeah,
0: he got ripped for this.
1: He did get ripped for this. Uh, We've seen him before in like uh, True Blood. Yeah. Where ironically his character's name was Eric Northman. Yeah. Uh, So that's funny. Um, But... I think he did a good job in this role right he's sure. like just stretched out like everything is playing it safe because he's trying to make the all these machinations around these people that don't know he's uh plotting right mm-hmm. he's just playing this subservient role throughout the movie yeah but he's got this whole plan and executing it in such a savage way he's a viking at the end like he grew up yeah. to be like this hardcore um viking that will pillage and take out towns just like the best of them even though he grew up royal or whatever
0: yeah there's a an element to this movie that i didn't know was going to be part of it oh really and um i don't want to ruin it but like he's he doesn't just want to kill these people he wants to like almost psychologically torment them
1: he wants to savor it yeah right right. it's not just the death is revenge it's more than that yeah Yeah. Because
0: in his mind, they took his kingdom from him.
1: That too, yeah. Yeah. So he just had to make his way on his own. should have been king. Who knows what he had to do to just survive, right? Yeah. When he was just a boy. Right. So pretty, you feel it in his Mm. portrayal. Um, Robert Eggers has directed some other movies in the past, like um, The Witch and Mm. Lighthouse. I think he's got this like fondness for historical things, but twisting it and... Um, but having it so accurate that it kind of bogs down the movie sometimes like the way they speak in The Witch and The Lighthouse it throws me off (laughs) because it's like of the time period yeah Uh, Is he'll like the the Willem Dafoe character is like uh, get out of my lighthouse say hi or whatever like it's it it throws me off like I don't know if I can enjoy it
0: doesn't it um, make you believe the character more
1: Uh, it's what it is is they haven't shot a light on these type of characters yet in other movies that I'm not on board yet okay and this accurate in a way but I think it works here because Vikings we've seen a lot already in like other properties right yeah so this movie I, I really enjoyed. Anya Taylor Joy is also in it, and she plays this. Uh, I guess just uh, another character that's been the world has been hard to her, right? Right. And something happens between the two of them that I thought was organic, and uh, I felt for it, right? Right. Um, what was your favorite part of the movie?
0: Um, so I'm not gonna spoil it, but I'll just say there's a change in the movie that happens, and then I that I didn't see coming, which made me enjoy the, like it pushed the movie up to like oh this is a good movie. Okay. And just now- the
1: surprise of all yeah
0: and i was like oh wow okay that i look at it differently now yeah and uh it's not just like a basic um you know savage movie like oh there's there's a story here that is that's is why they're making this movie this story is worth telling
1: yeah i agree okay i yeah i'm in the same boat as that right it's it gives you a surprise that's worth it mm-hmm. um the whole vibe of it it seems kind of small because it's just like this, a lot of it they're just in this little town or whatever yeah um but the scenes of action him like attacking the people there's a scene where he has to like climb up just like a wooden wall yeah. with just an axe uh-huh. and you feel like he's just hungry to kill something right <laughs> and he's just taking out him and his people are just taking out this this town or whatever right and uh, you feel the savagery in him mm. um, I don't know I, I would recommend the movie it's 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 a uh, Northman it's, it's I think it's an tour thing that like yeah and, and uh, Robert Eggers is just I'm gonna make these type of movies and the box office kind of does not like it it did not do well apparently and it really? went to streaming fast yeah
0: it was very good I think and I I, I thought was amazing. So I also, um, I was comparing it to Green Knight, which my anticipation level for Green Knight was very high and then very low. Quick, yeah, <laughs> slowly like, almost as I, I was so watching slow. it, it dropped dramatically because uh, I was like, this is not the movie I wanted. I wanted something maybe the trailer made it look like it was all almost scary, oh, yeah. almost uh, horror, uh, but still like a medieval tail and this the movie made it like almost uh poetic it was trying to be artsy yeah and uh i think this movie northman added that like little artsy stuff but not heavy-handed it's like very subtle and those scenes, I enjoyed more because they're, they're a lot less of them.
1: Yeah. It did give you like every now and then like a hallucination type thing. Yeah. Like I can only think of like two or three scenes, whereas Green Knight was like every other scene. The whole world I get, think was like mythical in Green Knight. Yeah. And that can be fine, mm-hmm. but it's the, their approach to it is like, it's a folktale in the sense that it's like classic, not yeah. in this fun pre prepackaged way that I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think.
0: But Northman is very good in in how it handles that. Yeah. The story it's telling is very good. Like, it's. I almost don't want to call it an action movie. Like, it's a serious movie with action scenes
1: yeah it is this action though because like it's going for this men thing men men yeah, men yeah because they're vikings right they're just like screaming at fire mm-hmm. or whatever type of thing and the whole movie he's hunched over yeah it's obvious like Alexander Skarsgård just doesn't look that that all the time he's trying to make his muscles look bigger and he's like <laughs> crouching or like throughout the scene he's just like Arr. well
0: there's the idea that they are almost like descendants of wolves
1: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Fun. he's like,
0: when I'm gonna fight, I'm just gonna think I'm a wolf, and that's
1: it. Yeah, yeah. Out for blood. Yeah, yeah. It's very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, I would recommend it, in The Northman. If it passed your radar, give it a try. I I did want to watch it in the theater actually, but it just passed me by at the time. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad it's on streaming now on Peacock.
0: You know what I liked in it was not in it a whole lot, but it was, was very good. It was Ethan
1: Hawke? And what he had was was serviceable. Is he a great actor? I I don't know if he is. I think he thinks he is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think he's just an all right actor, but he's... He's in good movies, though. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. Moon Knight, he did a pretty good job there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, Nicole Kidman? Her character was uh, interesting.
0: Yeah, I think she did a good job, too. Um, there's... The difficult thing with her is there's a... Not to spoil too much, but there's a time jump. Yeah. And she has to be in both times, so...
1: It just doesn't make sense. No, I
0: I think it does. She does something. She acts differently and looks a little different in the other time. So I think that like a lot of times it doesn't work with other actresses, I feel, but she, I think she pulled it off well.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. I, th- I If you point it out, maybe it's a thing, but yeah. I or think there's subtle
0: differences in the two different times that
1: make it believable. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, yeah. The Northman and yeah. Hustle. Yeah. That was our side stories today.
0: All right. Um, if you guys haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. Just search us in your podcast app and um, leave a review if you can. And the best place to do that is on our Apple Podcast page. Uh, where it, That's the place to get the most views and likes and most attention. So if you do that, it's free doesn't cost you anything, but it helps us a whole lot.
1: You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter uh, at The Read a Copy Podcast. Thanks for joining us today on the pod. Do you have a TikTok? Uh, just a look at TikToks, but I obviously don't post anything.
0: So we don't need a TikTok?
1: I'm not going to dance for you. <laughs>
0: okay. All right. That's it. Uh,
1: you want to hit it with the outro? If you like what we had to say about the book, pick it up and read your copy.
0: All right. See you guys. Later. Error. Error.